everybody. Welcome or welcome back to the and the anime and happy new year. Yeah, happy new year. First recording of the year. Hooray! It is, and that means we're starting from one again. All over. I, I thought this was episode 141. Well, it is, but like, we start all about lists again. By the way, I have a lisp today. No, no, I'm fine. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, it's a thing. Sorry about this. I cannot fix it uh for hopefully it will be gone next week no it won't be gone next week because we're pre-recording that episode just kidding it'll be gone (laughs) in two weeks um i uh, like brad actually both of us had a um permanent retainer stuck to the back of our front teeth um to stop our teeth from separating because we both had gaps got our gaps fixed and then had it stuck right yes yeah brad's when did yours break oh god my retainer broke fucking years ago Yeah, yeah. Well, as you could probably have figured, uh, mine has current is currently broken. Um, bagels are dangerous, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ever get taken out by a bagel? <laughs> yeah, because I did. Um, yeah, eating a bagel last night. Yeah, I had a. Uh, I just put some Nutella on a bagel for a like really late, late night snack, and um, it was a good snack. But it broke my retainer, and I tried to get into an ortho before work this morning and couldn't so you're stuck with it it's kind of dangling down is only attached on one tooth and i tried to like twist it off or like bend it off but i couldn't get it so it's just been that way all day and i saw all of my regulars and i was like please don't notice that anything's different with me today because i sound strange (laughs) at least i feel like i sound strange maybe you guys don't notice a huge thing but to me it sounds very strange yeah, and I think it's just because you're noticing it too. Therefore, yeah. you're paying more attention to a lot of the different mannerisms that it's kind of caused. Yeah, yeah. Like I've noticed on a lot of my S's now, I just have like a permanent whistle, but it's fine. <laughs> I like your whistle. Shh. He's ready. But yes, both of us are a little bit strange speaking then. But I you mean, know I'm, what? It's fine. I'm straight speaking anyway because I have a accent that's not a real accent because it's half of an accent and then half of another accent. And I'm just dumb. You're just Southern. <laughs> you right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I speak meowdy. <laughs> but yeah, um, first thing we're going to cover this year is probably one of the biggest hits of last year. Anime of the year for pretty much everybody. Yeah, yeah. The only reason why it wasn't anime of the year for us is because it wasn't finished by the time that we were recording our last two episodes of the year, so we couldn't fit it in. But yeah, that is Chainsaw Man. God, everything this year is so fucked. (laughs) Except for next week. Next week is going to make a really strong contender for what we got going on. Yes, yeah. God, fucking love Bochi. Fucking love so much from this last season. Mm. Fall 2020 is not to be trifled with. Yeah. But yeah, Chainsaw Man. I am. Oh, it's so good. So good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. wait, Vanity. What, what'd you get for Christmas? What did I get for Christmas? I got socks. Um, I got nice. two pairs of winter boots. Um, although technically one of them was for my birthday and the other one was for Christmas, but I just didn't like, I got money for boots for my birthday and didn't actually buy them until Christmas. If that makes sense. So speaking of birthday, yes, your package finally got back to me. 
Oh. That box was fucking mangled. Oh, no. Everything in it was fine, thankfully. Okay, good. Uh, so what I ended up doing is I ended up using a lot of your, um, like, the sweaters and stuff that I got. Mm-hmm. And, like, using it to wrap the delicate bits. Okay. So everything's good. Okay, good. So I, as soon as I get back from Rome, I'm going to reship that out and use a different shipping company, and hopefully everything will be okay. Fingers crossed. Because yes. I'm, I'm, I'm still fucking pissed. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. That's... I sent that out three months ago now. Yeah, and, like, I couldn't remember if you had sent it or not, because I, I remember you talking about sending it, but I didn't know if you'd actually sent it. Yeah, I, and I paid to make sure that it was going to get there on your birthday. That's so so rude. And, and, and here we are. But that's okay. It'll be Later. here in time for your birthday, and then I can send you one, and then we can open them together. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> God, that's going to be a really long time for you to open your gift. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but, um, oh. Yes. So, um, what else did I get? I got, oh, I got some not quite Lego, but almost Lego Pokemon. Oh? Yeah. So, apparently, Lego does not hold the licensing for uh, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So, um, the pe- the company that actually does hold the licensing for Pokemon is like a, a Lego knockoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was way fun. And I can't remember what the... Um, what the brand was but if you just search like pokemon lego it should come up because po- lego doesn't actually hold the licensing so the alternative will come up so you got some roblox pokemon kind of but um it was actually really really good because like lego can sometimes like most lego like the complicated ones is fun for adults but i do still find that if you get the smaller sets they're still a bit easy you know yeah and then you end up spending like a hundred bucks plus for something that actually gives you, like, you have to spend a couple hours on, you know? Mm-hmm. But this one was harder. It was, like, they, my brother and I both got a set each for Christmas, and we spent most of Christmas Day putting them together. He got, <laughs> like, uh, I can't remember which ones he had, but he had a couple Pokemon and then, like, a scene that he had to build, and it had, like, moving parts to it, which was really cool. And his was, like, ages like five and up so his was actually easier but it had more pieces and mine was age seven and up and i would argue that seven-year-olds would not be able to do that without parental supervision because the actual force it took to put pieces in with each other made my thumbs hurt for the entire rest of the day and like like the the way that the directions are kind of confusing like it felt very much more like an adult puzzle than it did like a children's Lego set, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So although it was aged young, I actually think that, like, I had a great time doing it. My brother had a great time doing it. And I feel like, like, because I had that shark on the back of my um, set for streaming yeah. um, ages ago, and that took maybe, like, I don't know, 15 minutes to put together. This took a couple of hours between the pair of us putting it together. Nice. Yeah, it was, like, a good time. Um, so that was super fun. What else did I get? I got a book. Oh. Um, from Secondhand Shop. It's by the author Robin Hobb, who has written a bunch of different, like, fantasy novels. Um, and I'd read one of her books um about an assassin um in like a like a medieval kind of world, but with magic and shit, like think Runescape. Mm-hmm. Um, and like an assassin. And that was a really good book. I'd listened to the actually listened to the audio version of that on the flight over. 
back home. Ooh, and nice. then um, I got another one of her books for Christmas. Yeah, that's cool. kind of what I got. What do you get? I got a cool Sailor Moon statue. <gasps> Ooh. You have to post a picture on the social medias. I will. I will, I will do it. Mm. Then I got Barnes & Noble gift card. Nice. I got the restaurant gift card. Nice. And then I got a nice jacket. Nice. Also got single for Christmas. Oh. But it's fine. Oh. And I'm fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. There's the life update. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Honestly, that wasn't planned. I might cut that out. Who knows? (laughs) I was like, hmm. You know, I feel like there's something I'm forgetting to talk about. That's like, oh, yeah, the one big thing that happened over Christmas break. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So, yeah, that's the big live update. Other than that, um, new audio setup coming soon from me. Yeah. Such excite. Yeah. So I have everything except the audio interface ordered. I'm going to order that while I'm in Rome. So whenever I get back, it should be here by the time we record the episode for the 28th okay so hopefully i'm gonna have everything mixed in and dialed in because the new mic setup is like gonna require like a soundboard type thing Mm. xlr mics are weird right yeah but i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to my brain being broken trying to mix and figure out audio things yeah good luck with that it should be fun should be fun Mm -hmm. i hope maybe i don't know i don't know what i'm doing also side note need to get back into minecraft i actually have free time now so i'm excited for that it means i can do gaming and fun painting and possibly streaming which is great castle 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 (laughs) i yeah we'll see about castle i kind of want to start from scratch castle mark ii electric boogaloo But but for realsies though, if if you do decide to load up the castle world, mm. either stream it or at least let me be there because I want to hear your current brain's thoughts on how all of that turned out. Yeah, fair enough. I can send I you a well save as well if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and I am nowhere near that creative. There's nothing that I would be able to accomplish in that whatsoever. Mm. Also, I think Minecraft has had like two or three major updates since then. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that that world save would be very intriguing to see how it would be at this particular point in time. Well, even whilst making it, it had like four major updates, and so like chunks of the world are in like the old, and then like other chunks have like ocean. Yeah, the second you go, <laughs> wait, there's already ocean. No, but like like the. The ocean updates where there's like dolphins and shit. Yeah. Like the, when I first started making the castle, that wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> and then there was the caving update, which hasn't, isn't in that world. There's the, oh, I can't think of the other updates. I'm fairly certain like the nether has had like four updates since then. Yeah. The nether had like a really huge overhaul. Yeah. So like, yeah, you'd have, you'd have to go some pretty far chunks to be able to get some new world in that. Yeah, especially considering how much exploring you've already done with it. Yeah, like I think I spent an entire stream walking in one direction and an entire another stream walking all the way back. And I seem to recall this being a thing. Yeah, like oh, yeah, because hours. you had to get like mossy cobblestone, so you just like just 
I just took it. off. And the, yeah. the trek to get villagers, because all of the villagers around me had died. Did you remember that? <laughs> yeah. oh, and then gosh. he died like four streams later anyways. So it was pointless. <laughs> oh, but it's fine. It's it, it's more about the friends you make. Well, it's because ADHD and Minecraft of- do not work together. Because I'm like, this villager will be fine here for three seconds. And then it's two streams later that I get back to him. And by then he's a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. You, you or know, despawned. It, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. the good old days. Yeah. Anyways, that was a tangent. That was a tangent. But we, we had to get the vanity bit out because we did. Again, this is the first time we've talked since, like, pre-Christmas, so I figured at the very least we could talk about Christmas and what we did. Yeah. I got also, who oh, did I you forgot. end up boxing for Boxing Day? Oh, um, my brother I won, as I do every year. Nice, 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 mm-hmm. nice, nice. Um, it's like I had a, a customer um, came in the, the cafe the other day. And because I don't know if you knew about this, but um, Canada had record-breaking cold over Christmas break. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. So my first week in Alberta was uh, on lockdown mm-hmm. because it was uh, minus 40 before wind chill and there is no need for conversion. Yeah, because that's whenever everything sinks back up, right? Yeah, so it's like minus 42 is the same <clears throat> Fahrenheit and Celsius. So yeah. don't worry about conversion. It's just cold. Um, and in some parts of Alberta, it got to minus 50 before wind chill, which broke records. Ooh, um, that's very cold. Very, very cold. And not just in Alberta as well. It was cold throughout the prairies. So I think even down into Montana and some of the northern states, um, but specifically Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba had ridiculous cold. Mm-hmm. And um, and then a lot of places have really bad snowfall. I know out in New York as well, there was super bad snowfall. And yeah, so, but specifically we had the cold. So for the first week that I was back home, um, we couldn't leave the house for a five-minute frostbite warning. So any exposed skin uh, within five minutes of being outside will get frostbite, which is great. So much fun for us. Uh, my mom's alternator was struggling on the car. <laughs> I can believe that. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but in Canada, we plug our cars in mm-hmm. during the winter. So like all of our cars come with a little like plug that sticks out of the bonnet or the hood and it keeps the engine from literally freezing (laughs) but when you get to that cold even like your washer fluid that's like it's freeze proof up to like minus 30 degrees doesn't matter like it's still frozen Mm -hmm. um but yeah so um like the other day i saw a jacket on youtube this is such a side note being advertised to like this jacket good to minus 30 i'm like not canada proof then sorry (laughs) why are you advertising it to me i'm not gonna buy it it looks like it sucks (laughs) but anyway so we plug our cars in my mom's car she had to drive me to the dentist because believe it or not i was a good human being and i was like oh i'm back in my hometown i should go to the dentist while i'm back in my hometown so i had two dental appointments whilst in alberta i come back to toronto first thing like within three days of being back here my freaking thing breaks oh right so i'm not saying it's my hygienist's fault but (laughs) (laughs) definitely your hygienist's fault yeah yeah (laughs) no it's not she's great um oh also i'm such a side note today sorry it's been a while so you get all of my adhd um but when i was in the dental clinic 
this was a dental clinic that we first registered to within like a month of us emigrating. So I'm talking mm-hmm. 2008. They took a photo of me to have on my profile in 2008, 10 years old, fresh off the boat. Literally, you know, I was about to turn 11, hadn't even been to a Canadian school yet, was still living in the rental apartment with zero furniture. Like that's the level we're at. Uh-huh. They take this photo of me. And it's been my profile photo at that dental clinic until this last appointment when they updated it. And I was so <laughs> sad. I was like, no, but it's because my first appointment I have with my regular hygienist, who, who's been my hygienist for the past decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a second appointment because um, I had like caps on my teeth for some of my braces. Um, they were like, to expand my jaw because my jaw was too skinny. So they put like, in, like basically put like metal caps over my teeth to the brace for this like um, bar that went across my mouth. And then they would like, every night my dad would take basically an Allen key and rotate the bar. And it would like slowly expand every night. And I wore it for like six months um, and uh, to like make my, my top jaw expand. Anyway, mm-hmm. so the my teeth that had these metal caps on um, ended up sustaining quite a bit of damage from having these caps on them. And so one of them, uh, I had to get a filling in. And um, the filling has just deteriorated over time and it just had to be replaced this past time. So I had to have like a second appointment, but the only time that they had to fit me in was also during this minus 40 week um, at like 8.30 in the morning when they just opened the clinic, first appointment of the day. And the only person that they had that was available to do it was not my regular hygienist to assist the dentist. So it ended up being this other person. And she obviously comes out into the waiting room to look for me. And she's looking for like a 10-year-old girl because <laughs> that's what my profile photo is. And she's looking around and I see her look around really confused. And then go back into the room. She obviously rechecks my profile, comes back out again, and then calls my name and is like, hey, is this you? And I'm like, yeah. And then so she updates the profile. And I'm like, that's so rude. Because just because <laughs> you didn't recognize me from my profile doesn't mean that my regular hygienist doesn't know it's me from my 10-year-old photo, okay? <laughs> the regular hygienist is going to be very upset. I know. Next time I go in, she's going to be like, aw. Aw. Aw, it's gone. Also... They took the photo after I'd had the filling when I, then they were like, smile. And I'm like, I can't. My face is numb. Like, what do you want me to do? Stare at them angrily. Yeah. I was like, I literally can't feel anything right now. <laughs> you should have done the thing with like your fingers where you like force yourself to smile. Yeah. Ask for some of those like <laughs> cheek inset things where they like show all your teeth. Oh, yeah. One of those. That'd be great. Yeah. It's like, just give me one of those. I'll slot that in. That could be my smile. It'll be fine. It'll Look work. like Wallace Wallace a grommet. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. But yeah, I think I had a point to all of that. I don't I, remember if, what it was. If there was a point to be made in the beginning of it, I don't recall. <laughs> Neither do I. So chainsaw, chainsaw man. All right, so. So good. <laughs> yes, really good. That, that's it. That's, that's literally all I have okay. to say about Thanks Chainsaw Thanks very much. Man, uh, fucking... We'll catch you all next week. Yeah, Fibochi, <laughs> hooray! <laughs> but no, so background. Yes. Chainsaw Man was written by Tatsuki Fujimoto. Mm. And Tatsuki Fujimoto, great job. Enjoyed it. Great. Mm. Such a great time. It's a shonen. 
Mm-hmm. Duh. And began publication on December 3rd of 2018 and is running to present day for, at present, a total of 13 volumes available in Japanese, 11 volumes available in English. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the anime was directed by Ryu Nakayama and Masato Nakazono. Mm. And was made by MAPPA, because at this point, MAPPA's taking over the anime world and making literally every fucking thing. Yes. And ran for 12 episodes beginning on October 12th of 2022 and running through December 28th yes. of 2022. Yeah. And uh, just in case you don't know things that <coughs> MAPPA has made, because you've been living under a rock, uh, try Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, yeah. Kakagurui, uh-huh. Yuri on Ice. Yep. Um, freaking everything. I don't know. Like, um, just picked up One Punch Man season three. Mm-hmm. They Vinland got Saga. Yep, Vinland Saga is getting ready to start airing. You've got Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Um, even got uh Remain, which was that water polo anime that we watched a while ago. Days, which was taking over um the anime community sports world for a while. Um, Kids on the Slope, which has been one of my top animes for the longest time. Yeah, just lots. They make everything. They make everything, lots and lots. And quite a few different genres as well, which is something that we, I always find quite interesting, is studios that, like, a lot of studios tend to stick to a certain genre. MAPPA is weird. They sort of go all over the place. They've got some magical girl stuff. They've got some more, like, like, art film, like, style things like things you could see being submitted to festivals then they've got lots of shonen yeah like some horror some a lot of sports anime some like yeah some of everything which is very interesting to me and as is the case with attack on titan yeah mappa is the studio where you send your animes to get finished if you aren't able to do it yourself yeah, they're kind of like the 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 wrap up loose ends kind of place. Yeah. So for my background, on my anime list, do they scored an eight point seven one out of ten on Anime Planet? They scored an eight point nine four out of ten. I didn't do an average because I'm bad, but it's an average of about eight point eight, um, and with a drop rate of two point six five percent. I think that's probably a little bit high for a drop rate, but the series has just finished. I'm talking about this with very low numbers right now, just over 8,000 entries for um, how I get my drop rate. So that's very low. And I think that uh, there's still like, according to this, the updates, there's still over 11,000 people that haven't put in their conclusion as to whether or not they finished it or dropped it. So um, I think that not within very long at all, we'll be seeing that change. However, there could also be, it could also, I think in certain ways, it is kind of reasonable for it to be that high um, because of a couple factors. Number one, it was incredibly hyped. So if you see all of the hype and then you go into watching it, but it's just not your genre, you're going to kind of brush it off and be like, why was this so popular? And it could just be the fact that it's just not something that appeals to you. Um, and that could be for the fact that it is a little bit more of a horror and there are quite a few scenes in it that are meant to make you feel uncomfortable. Um, 
specifically there's a couple of things that I think could just straight up trigger people um that others yeah definitely things that could straight up trigger people it's a horror and it's a lot of it and there's things in there that would make us feel uncomfortable that don't make the main character feel uncomfortable because of the main character's way of being um so you're you kind of are left like feeling even more uncomfortable empathetically by the fact that he's not feeling uncomfortable if that makes sense yeah and so i feel like that could be a reason for some people to not enjoy this that being said if you like horrors if you like action if you like um just like weird shit this is right up your alley absolutely i think it's officially rated a 17 plus or an r but i would straight up say like if you are not comfortable with even like the slightest bit of like anything that like could be possibly triggering give this one a skip because although i won't say it hits everything it hits the vast majority of triggers um especially considering that like this does take place with a lot of flashbacks to the main character's childhood and also just like the world and the themes and everything that's going on is surrounding a lot of just like people who are like on the last legs of their life like that's the whole the whole world is like that and because of that people have different tolerances to things than normal and they do things that people wouldn't normally do because of the fact that they're basically already dead or like they feel that they already are you know what i mean yeah to um, put it in perspective Tatsuki Fujimoto is a massive fan of B-horror films. Yeah. And that very much comes across in his works, especially the the manga itself. Like, it is very much apparent. And then the anime does a phenomenal job of adapting that, especially the later bits with Katana Man and all of that noise. Mm. So, does a... So, yeah, it definitely hits on a lot of the trigger points, and that's kind of where it, you know where it can kind of draw the inspiration on it, because that's pretty much all B horror films are for is to, you know, hit anything and everything possible to try to get that reaction out of its audiences. Yeah, for sure. And so if you are interested um, in Chainsaw Man, you can watch it on Crunchyroll. And I think it's also on Amazon Prime. Um, And according to my anime list is also on Netflix and hulu region specific so depending on where you are in the world or where you say you are vpn um you may be able to find them on those platforms um but yeah just to give general background a general overview of the show this is based in a world that is um our time like it's a (laughs) modern world bless you excuse you thank you don't die die quietly okay i'm my mic next time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do I hear? I can hear something. Neighbors? No, it's like a... Ghost? Maybe. I'm being haunted. I'll be fine. Mm. What's the worst I could happen? Death. Um. <laughs> I, I was going to say somebody to help pay rent, but uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, so it's based around this kid, Denji, who... Um, is living in this world, this modern world, that has a theme of what they call devils. So they're just, um, it's just a version of a monster or a spirit or, you know, the same kind of thing that we see 
in lots of different versions of media, just like weird monster creature creations. And um, these monster creature creations like to eat humans and eat their blood. And if they consume any blood of a human, then they can regenerate and restore their health. And so then you have this uh, level of the government that obviously fights these monsters. And you also have um, just like your regular like um, mafia kind of folks. And then you also have your um, your Yakuza. And then you have your um, like uh, bounty hunters, I guess, like the non-government hunters. Mm. And Denji kind of gets mixed up in, in a lot of different things. Um, throughout his throughout this season and it's about him finding other people that are like him he also goes through a transformation in his own right um and then it's also just about him um at the same time kind of finding out who he is as a person because the way that he grew up as a kid kind of isolated him um and so he doesn't really know who he is as a person and because of the transformation that's also changed things and it ends up with him um, just trying to explore himself and what his levels are and who he is and discovering things about himself and and um, and also like figuring out what he wants from life. Um, and uh, yeah, that's kind of everything that I can tell you before I start giving out those spoilers. Um, it's a very good show. Like I said, if you could be triggered by anything, please give this one a skip or at least go onto something like Wikipedia and read some episode descriptions to see if this could be something that you would be willing to watch. But I will say that as it every episode continues, more and more triggers are shown. So even if you watch like the first episode and it doesn't hit one of your triggers, please be aware that there could be another trigger later on down the line that hasn't yet shown up. I just give this a straight up pass if you have any, because it hits pretty much every single one that I can think of. And it is um very icky at times in lots of different ways. I think they did a very good job of doing it. And I think that I actually really like the way that they did it. And we're going to get more into that as we speak and put those spoiler hats on. But yes, um, it's icky. What? No. I, I know what scene you're talking about. No. 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 That one scene. <laughs> Uh, oh my god i've never seen anything like that in anime yeah i honestly i completely forgot about that bit from the manga until that episode happened and i was like oh yeah this was a thing that yeah. i completely forgot about until now uh-huh <laughs> so yeah yeah let's get, let's get into it yeah let's do this uh, yeah spoiler chicken hats put them on yeah um, first spoiler chicken hat of 2023 it let's is go. yeah maybe it's a rooster now because that's how chickens grow up. They start off as chickens and they turn into roosters. I don't... <laughs> Put me to bed. It, it, it's almost bedtime. We'll, it is we'll, almost we'll get bedtime. There. And the, the funny thing is, is, I didn't even have to get up early today. I started work at 1 p.m. Oh. Yeah. Late shift. It's, it's my least favorite shift at a coffee shop is 1 p.m. to close. Because who gets coffee in the evening? Us. Yes, we do. But like... <laughs> But, like, it's such a fraction of the amount of people that get coffee in the mornings. So you're literally, it's so dead. It's, like, I was standing there for, like, an hour today and served maybe three people. I was, like, I 
don't see the point in me being here right now. Can I go home? <laughs> this is where I'm like, okay, yeah, baristas could fully be robots. Like, I will come in in the morning and make you latte art, but I'm not doing it now. <laughs> no, that's whenever you can work on your latte art. But then we have to waste all of the milk, and then it's like, ugh. Eh. Just drink it. That's, I did have a lot <laughs> today. Oh, Perks of working in a cafe, right? There is. Also, um, if you want something that's like warm and cozy and nice, but also kind of refreshing and not like a milky drink, um, hot water, a shot or one ounce of lemon juice, and a shot or one ounce of a sweetener of some kind to make like a hot lemonade. You can use maple syrup or honey or whatever you want. Um, really fucking good. And if you have some cayenne pepper and a little bit of ginger, shove that in there as well. Uh, really good. All I got out of that is your Canada was showing whenever you literally the first sweetener you talked about was maple syrup. That's because it's what I put in mine. <laughs> I kind of figured as much, which again, your Canada is showing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had somebody come in today and tell me that they couldn't taste the difference between a breakfast tea, an Earl Grey tea, and uh, uh, orange pico, and I nearly had a fit. So, at, as an American, I can taste the difference between those. Yeah, I was like, especially Earl Grey. Like, Earl Grey tastes very different to, like, a orange pico or a breakfast. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Anyway. Yeah, that that, that individual just, they, to the stake. They have them. dead mouth. That too. <laughs> 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 Again, very different ends of the spectrum here this evening. <laughs> well, they would have dead mouth if they were bent at the stake. <laughs> I mean, okay, you, you have a point. Yeah, they would be dead very, everything. Very valid. Dead mouth, dead head, dead heart, dead skin. That'd be fine. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Also, everybody wears eye patches in this anime on their right eye. Just saying. That's a very valid point. Yeah. Interesting. I never noticed. Yeah. I was like, is this like a right eye thing? Like, I was like, how, when you draw characters, how often is it right eye and how often is it left eye? And it got me thinking about like, if somebody would sit down and watch like a shit ton of anime and like track the the eye patches and see which is more common. I mean, now I just kind of want to do a Google search of anime characters with eye patches. Yeah, and, then and just see the, what's more common. I mean, it's like people have done weirder shit with anime tracking, like the amount of times people have fallen downstairs versus being hit by truck summer. Sand. Coon. True. Okay. So with this being said, and with this anime in particular being brought up, okay? So the Chainsaw Man fandom... As calculated, we we put the spoiler chicken hats on so I can talk about this mm. individual. <clears throat> the Chainsaw Man fandom has pieced together how long one can be intimate with Angel before you pass away. Oh. 17 minutes. Okay. <laughs> just just based off of the average human lifespan. That's all you get. Just 17 minutes. Just just 17 minutes. I I don't know how they came to this conclusion. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm very uncertain because I don't recall there being a mathematical formulation of how 
quickly angel just saps away your lifespan whenever they touch you mm. i'm not 17 minutes <laughs> good to know so yeah to the individual in the chainsaw man fandom that found that out thank you i now have a useless piece of trivia in my brain that this is the only place i'll ever be able to use it oh i was hoping that was in his character description on my anime list but it's not what that fun fact yeah. or do, <laughs> somebody needs to update that they, need to, right put, they need to update that <laughs> <laughs> oh i almost said that out loud i'm gonna keep that to myself <laughs> oh also something interesting about chainsaw man um while i distract you from that thought that you shouldn't have had um uh-huh. there's a different ed on every single episode Yes, and that was the first thing I was literally going to talk about. I was going to ask, did you actually watch all of the EDs? Um, The answer is no, Uh, but I did hear them because uh, whilst watching Chainsaw Man, I set myself a mission to clean something during every OP and ED, so I listened, um, but I did not watch. But every every ED was unique. Yeah, I only figured that out after about eight EDs, and then it was too late. But, but they were all so good. They were all focused. I bet. Um, I had I had a mission, and I now have matching socks. But, but EDs. But socks. But but EDs. I also um washed some dishes and vacuumed. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> have you started Bochi yet? Not yet. The cringe will get you tomorrow. It's fine. That's rude. <laughs> I have a day off tomorrow, and all I'm going to do is cringe. You know what? It's fine. Bochi's worth it. Fair. Two ten out of ten animes back to back. It's fine. Um, but but you 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 deserve the cringe after not watching the EDs. We are professionals here. Damn it! <laughs> I'm not. You can hold that title. I'm still a noob for the rest of my I life. Mean, we we've been at this for almost three years now. I forget. I, I'm I'm getting ready to have to pay the renewal subscription on GoDaddy. It's been three years. I forget. <sighs> I don't I don't remember life. By the way, the OP was a kickback by Kenshi Yonezu. It's Bob. Kids Bob. Mm, yeah, yeah. Children should listen to that. It's fine. <laughs> Watch the OP. No, no, nobody needs to see the butthole devil. But. Oh, that's a good question. Uh-huh. What do you think would be the, the most terrifying devil? Um, I'm not saying a word. <laughs> I've read the manga. I ain't saying a word. Gildo devil? Oh. <laughs> I... <laughs> Sorry, should that have been an internal thought? <laughs> uh, okay, so my brain immediately went with, well, I guess a lot of people would get the point. <laughs> That was immediately where my brain went. So. Okay, so we're as bad as each other. It's okay then. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Gildo <laughs> Devil would certainly suck. Um, <laughs> no, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh, what what else is there? You know what? Mm. There's a lot of white people in the world. The salt devil. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Just like, like wet, detached hair. 
The Moist Devil. The Moist Devil. Yeah, that, again, him and Dildo Devil, they're besties. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like a skunk devil? <laughs> that already exists. That's just the skunk. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the skunk. <laughs> What's that acid that melts your face? I mean, acid. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the like severe hydrochloric ones. acid? The one that, like, dissolves skin? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can you have yeah, a liquid devil? A I know. I can't you know, now, now I'm currently going through. Okay, oh, what the would water be, devil in general. What's, like, the best devil? Like, the one that you want as your friend? Angel. But but for real, answer, God, I saw an opportunity and I took it. Well, you got 17 minutes, my guy. God, I'm not even finishing that thought either. Um, <laughs> but for real, power. Power can be my best friend till the day she dies. Or I die, mm. whoever dies first. Because my God, power is best girl. Yes. Oh. What about you? Um, coffee devil? Coffee devil, pillow devil. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking working brace would be nice. So I don't speak like this the whole time. Mm, I'm fairly certain there's a teeth devil. A teeth devil? Because I need him right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sneaky snake. I'm a slithery little snake. I'm a snake. slithery little snake. <laughs> Bonus points to anybody who gets that reference. <laughs> God, that's like old-fashioned YouTube right there. That's like, Honey Badger don't care. Honey Badger don't give a shit. Uh, honey Badger really don't give any shits. Honey Badger has zero shits to give. Panda, 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 panda. Dun, 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 dun. Da-da! Um... Chainsaw Man is a boy who gets dead. Then Ponchita, his little buddy, goes, hmm, I'm going to be your heart now, and lives inside of him. Ponchita is cute. We love Ponchita. Ponchita is up for best pup. Yeah, Ponchita is absolutely I fucking said adorable. Ponchita like four times. I can't read and or speak. Don't judge me. Uh, you know what? It's fine. I don't judge you I, anymore. Because I was thinking about ponchos. Don't ask me why. Do Do you have an orange poncho? I do not. Mm, doesn't check out. No, it doesn't. But this is the thing: is I think different things while I'm saying words, and then the words don't come out right because I'm thinking of other things, and I just mm-hmm. go with it. And then I'm like, "That was dumb. I said things wrong." And That's fine. Everyone laughs. I mean, at me. I I could have corrected you. You could have. I, you never do because uh, you laugh at me behind my back. <laughs> and then make sound bites and then upload it to the soundboard. <laughs> it's, it's true. Look at Blue being a big dumb again. Bad part about it is, is that my new audio mixer is actually going to have a soundboard. Mm-hmm. So permission for any and all rights of any audio that comes out of this podcast? I mean, it's shared rights, but you can use them. Okay, just just making sure because my streaming career is kicking off sometime again towards the end of this month. So. If you want to use me saying dildo devil, then I'm not going to get mad at you for it. I might just like send you some gifts and maybe some glitter in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
fun fact. Mm. <laughs> uh, penis confetti has struck again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so one of my buddies recently got married. Mm-hmm. And Eric is excellent. Love the dude. He's very outgoing, very... <clears throat> Like, very much life of the party, especially around the group. He is, like, but he's very, like, very humble. Like, he's our <clears throat> youth pastor at church. Mm. But but he, he he knows how to be the life of the party. Like, great dude. His wife, love her to death. Very, very, like, conservative. Like, doesn't talk much until you, like, get to know her. Like, very sweet, very soft-spoken. Mm. And so penis confetti struck for their honeymoon (laughs) (laughs) because she nine times out of 10, I would assume that she would not stand for this type of thing, which is why she didn't know. (laughs) And Eric was there whenever we decided to fill another friend of our house with this confetti for his bachelor party. So Eric kind of figured something would be up for his wedding. He just didn't know what. Mm. And so um, we filled up both of his bags for his honeymoon with the confetti. <laughs> we had so much left over from the first bachelor party because I have no self-control and will spend so much money on a bit that it's unreal. <laughs> So, like, in between clothes, we shoved it in his shoes. We shoved it in his carry-on backpack. We, like, literally turned the bag of confetti upside down (laughs) into it. There were quite literally dicks everywhere. (laughs) So, yeah, it was was great. (laughs) I'm just imagining him putting too much liquid in his his bag carry-on bag and going through airport security and then having to pull it aside and search it. (laughs) Honestly, I was really fucking hoping TSA would just choose to check his bags Mm. because, my God, that would have been hilarious. (laughs) That's so funny. One of the TSA workers (laughs) then goes home and their their partner's like, why are you covered in dicks? (laughs) It's like... You have no idea what I uncovered at work today. <laughs> and the bad part about it is, too, is that the wedding, like, we did this at the wedding, mm. like, right before the ceremony. or there was, It was after the ceremony, but before the reception. Mm. So we did all of this. And then, so it was at the church that we all go to <laughs> and attend. And so we're out in the parking lot with bags of dick confettis <laughs> pouring it into Eric's bags, trying to be as careful as possible to make sure that we don't get dick confetti anywhere <laughs> on church grounds because that's going to raise questions. Why are there that, dicks uh, that at obviously- church? <laughs> that's a topic for another time. <laughs> it's just a dick under the pew. Like, why? So, funnily enough, <laughs> never mind, never mind. I'm going to reveal too much and somebody's going to get in trouble. Oh, no. Stop <laughs> using dick confetti as bookmarks for the Bible, Brad. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs>
good. I gotta write it in, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get myself in so much trouble. <laughs> also, come to find out, so the asshole neighbors have been listening to the podcast recently again. Oh, okay. The other day, I was at work. I get a text from Bree, who's Walker's wife, mm. and she was like, "So." Asshole neighbors, huh? <laughs> I just start dying because she listened to the SAO episode. <laughs> I was like, oh, those damn pesky neighbors. Those pesky neighbors. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, hi. <laughs> Fucking asshole neighbors. Why are you going to be so much of an asshole, you know? <laughs> God, always slamming cabinets and shit. Yeah. Like, even I can hear it. Come on. <laughs> Oh, and the reason that's so funny is because I was over there. This was either Thanksgiving or before Christmas. I can't remember, but we were making breakfast over there and Nana calls me on the phone and it's been previously discussed here. Nana can't hear shit. Mm. Like I have to shout to be able to have a conversation. I get a phone call. From Nana talking about cabinets being slammed and like we we're literally cooking breakfast. Like how how how? It's, so it's Nana. She's slamming cabinets and hearing them herself, but thinks she's shutting <laughs> them really quietly. <laughs> like Nana, come on now. Come on, that was you. <laughs> oh God, gaslight Nana into thinking oh. cabinets being slammed. <laughs> oh. oh no anyway we got off track <laughs> we really did it's been did. an hour and we've barely talked about the show <laughs> it's because the show speaks for itself it kind of so does good. It's so at this point if I realize we've we've had the spoiler chicken hats on for like 30 minutes but fucking go watch it if you're any at all curious about the show <laughs> it is excellent and yeah especially for the op and ed go watch it the op has a lot of pop culture references in it mm. yeah um i think more than speaking about a necessary continuous plot line for this show it's kind of best to speak about like the highlighted points because the show does have an absolute linear story but um we won't like, unless we make this episode, like, five hours long, we're not going to be able to get into all of the details of it because it's quite a convoluted story and you really do have to pay attention whilst watching. I actually think that's one of my favourite parts about the show, though, is that they, whenever something's happening, they really make you sit in those emotions for a while. Like, there's been a, there's mm-hmm. a couple of times in this show where, like, something is happening and you're uncomfortable. <laughs> like, like, you're watching something and you're like, this doesn't feel right like something's off and they just make you sit in that for like a half of an episode yeah but also other moments where they just make you sit through like a full three minutes of aki's morning routine yeah like they didn't have for one they didn't have to go as hard on the animation no it's really as they yeah. did my god everything is so fucking fluid mm-hmm. everything the fight scenes are a cut above pretty much anything else that I've really ever seen. Mm. 
like those fight scenes are done excellently well. So kudos to that, but just the general fluid dynamics of like mundane tasks of Makima, like wiping hair out of our face or Aki washing his face and like the water ripples and the reflection of all of that. Mm. Like, Oh my God. They, I know I give Mappa a lot of shit for how they absolutely fucking butchered attack on Titan. But at the same time, if they gave everything the same amount of love and respect as they gave this and as they give Jujutsu Kaisen, my God, mm. so much good to be said about how things were handled in this. But yes, the plot points, without a doubt, like they, like everything has a point. Mm. And it makes you <clears throat> feel those points. Yeah. Yeah, and there are so many characters that are connected to each other. Um, and like you said, everything has a point. So, like, the the original bad guy of the early episodes is then the person who triggers the reoccurrence of, like, bad guys in the future. Mm. And then that also ties into Aki's bad guy then, you know. And so, like, it ends up being very interwoven but also it's all it, like you're you've established this one devil that is the gun devil who's like you know he's going to be the the big bad essentially that's coming but you don't like it's like like you don't know him for most of this season before you know what i mean it's like it's like a far mm-hmm. off goal yeah which is cool i like to see that like there's already very early on an established plot line yeah um so yeah as someone who has read the manga mm-hmm. there's a lot that i probably could talk about mm-hmm. but i'm not gonna sit here and like potentially accidentally end up spoiling something for either you or somebody listening mm-hmm. so from an outsider's perspective <clears throat> going into chainsaw man what were some of your favorite moments oh, out of this good question um the moments that stand out to me more than anything, I don't necessarily I wouldn't say favorite, but just like most memorable. Um, Kobani as a character was very memorable with the fact that she was so against everything um, mm-hmm. throughout the entirety. <clears throat> she's she was always like her original character description when she was first introduced to us was that she's really shy, really timid, terrified of everything, but actually scored really well. Um, mm. And you don't really get to see that. And throughout the, the season, it's kind of established that everyone who's a part of this specific group is crazy. And if you're not crazy, you won't live in this group. You will just, you'll get killed off. And, um, and so when you're watching this, you're like, okay, is she going to die? Like, what's going to happen? And and you kind of know from the get-go that this show isn't afraid to just kill people. So you're like, okay, well, is she going to get killed off or what? And then um, uh, you're watching and she's getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And um, then you finally get to see her have like a badass moment where she's, she's killed a human as opposed to a devil. And... Um, and then kind of loses her shit and becomes part of the team. And that's kind of sick to see because she's completely lost her mind. And it's not just from what happens in this season that makes her lose her mind, but she was, it's 
you kind of already hinted that she's already a little bit crazy because the fact that her family was incredibly neglectful and abusive and basically and straight up told her that if she wasn't going to work in this division she was going to be a sex worker because they needed money to send her brother to college and she wasn't good enough to go to college. And so all of the money that she's making this, she's sending back home because she's still got some level of loyalty to her family that's been completely abusive to her, you know? And so, like, mentally, she's not okay from the very beginning when you first meet her as a character. And then this shit just piles and piles and piles and piles. And when she cracks, it is such a good moment. Do you want a Kobani fun fact? What? In the popularity polls in Japan, her car is rated higher than her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, just, just fun fact. That's interesting. It's, well, I get why. Because she's a shitty character. Like, you're not supposed to like her. She wants to kill the main character at certain points. She's kind of annoying in the fact that she's always, always terrifying. Always terrified, sorry. She's, like, not a good character. But that's what makes her a good character, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, she is very, very, like, distinct in a way. Yeah. And so it, I was about to tread on very thin ice, <laughs> so I'm a, I'm, I'm a drop it. But let's just say there, <laughs> this isn't the last that we're going to see of Kobani by any means. But yeah, her, her car is rated higher than her in the popularity polls. That's really funny. Um, that is really funny. I, it's just one of those things where I definitely feel like, um, you know, like when you have a good villain, the, what makes a villain good is that you don't like them. I think mm-hmm. she's kind of in that category in a weird sense. She's not a villain, but you, you're you not supposed to like her when you're watching the yeah. show. And that's what makes it that her role in the show so good. And that's that's also like a good bit of like storytelling acumen in general as well mm. is getting... Like you have a group that works together because at the end of the day, they all have a common goal. Mm. And yet at the same time, like they don't like each other because they all stand for different things. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, in a society like what you have in Chainsaw Man, where, you know, everybody lives in fear of devils, it really is survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. So you kind of got to do what you got to do to survive. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually feel like um, Himeno is, is a very similar character in the fact that um, she's not likable in a lot of senses and makes you very uncomfortable when you watch her doing specific things throughout the show. And, like, I don't feel like... Like, there's... there's She's straight up a predator in, like, parts of this show. But the way that you're watching it, I think the difference between something like this and, and other animes that I've commented on before, like, um... Uh, Oh, I can't think of anything right now. But, like, I've commented before on how certain relationships seem awkward or uncomfortable or, like, they shouldn't be right on different animes. It's something we bring up fairly regularly on the podcast, and this is no exception. But the difference between this and those shows is that when you're watching this, you're not supposed to be happy for the characters. You're not supposed to think it's romantic. You're not supposed to think that it's a good thing. You're watching these interactions between these characters, and you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. You're supposed to feel like something is off, like it's wrong, like it's weird, like this isn't how things should go because denji as a main character doesn't experience human emotions the same way that we do he literally explains that he wouldn't even be sad if his main love interest in this show the person he's claimed his love for the person that he's doing all these goals for he was like i'll be sad for like three days and then i'll get over it because he's combined his body his soul with a devil 
and therefore is lacking those emotions that he should have had as a human. But we also don't even really know if he ever had them as a human because of the severe abuse he experienced as a child. And like the fact that it almost seems like he had kind of taken those own emotions away for himself and only ever felt them for Pochita in a way. Like, it, like it's very early, like, in his character development, it's very early on established that he doesn't think the way that we do as a yeah. character. Um, and so I think that's what makes those interactions good is that they're weird, they're uncomfortable, they're not a good thing, you know? Mm. And not only that, but the show even kind of like talks about that mm. in a way too. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, it's like, I realize this is wrong. Yeah. And here's why it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But we are going to show it anyway because it's still like it suits the aesthetic is the wrong word, but it suits the atmosphere yeah. or I guess like the overall environment of what it's trying to portray. Mm-hmm. So, thoughts on Makima? I'm just interested i think that there is there's a lot more to uncover (laughs) clearly um and yeah i don't know it's like you get a very weird idea from her with your first introduction because like clearly in a very high power position but also being instructed but given this level of freedom that she's able to kind of do what she wants within reason because of these abilities that she has, but those are not established. And from very early on, it's like, it's top secret that she has these abilities. Slowly, things are revealed throughout the season of like her being able to sacrifice lives around her to kill people at distance. Um, And also her relationship with Denji is very bizarre because she's, obviously taken some kind of attachment to him but you also know that this attachment isn't an emotional attachment other than like maybe intrigue or um like some kind of narcissistic use it's a, it's he's useful it's not that he's um yeah. uh, like attractive to her and she's willing to do whatever she needs to do to get him to fulfill the role that she has for him it's also kind of established that she has some kind of version of foresight whether that is actual actually her being able to see in the in the future or if she's just kind of a mastermind chess player in a way and is several steps ahead of everybody she's an eerie character because the emotions that she portrays you are aware are not her real emotions and if most of the time she doesn't display any emotions she seems kind of like a blank um canvas which does make you a little bit uncomfortable whilst watching because she is this like like almost mannequin style person most of the time um yeah i think there's a heck of a lot more to reveal with her as a character um and i'm very very interested to see where it goes and how denji's relationship with her um develops because like everyone's trying to persuade denji that she's not a nice person and he mm. doesn't care because he doesn't care about good or bad people or people in general. He just cares about himself and living a comfortable life. And whoever's going to take care of him is whoever the side that he's on. So he's not even loyal to humans, you know? Um, mm. So I don't know. With both of them kind of using each other and blatantly using each other, but Denji having a level of almost naivety to him, I'm intrigued. Mm. Yeah, and 
the the reason I ask is because I was very curious, like your thoughts on, especially after seeing something like episode nine mm. with the temple scene mm-hmm. and all of that, mm-hmm. because episode nine was one of the episodes that I was really looking forward to being animated. Yeah, because I just reading that in the manga was sick enough as it was, and then actually seeing that played out mm-hmm. and like seeing how well all of that was done. I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. It is quite the reveal of powers because it, mm-hmm. it is, it's only that point in which it's established that people can do kind of remote shit. Up until that yeah. point, it's just like extreme hand-to-hand combat, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the the fight with Katana Man was probably another one of my favorite mm-hmm. bits from the manga and actually seeing that animated as well but also the victory kicking Mm. (laughs) at the end yes yeah yeah absolutely but also that last ed to Mm -hmm. seeing like the group together and how all of that played out like that was a for one the song choice was excellent for that and overall i absolutely loved how all of that played out was done Mm. yes there was there's a lot to be enjoyed with the show in and of itself, but also power. Yes. And yeah. want to win a Nobel prize. Yeah. Yeah. Power <laughs> is such a good character. Okay. We have to speak about the physical resemblance though, between power and a certain other of your favorite characters, except for the last few episodes that we don't talk about. Okay. So I saw a lot of other people make this connection. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do <laughs> with why, I like why I think power is one of my favorite. Are you sure you don't have a type, Brad? (laughs) (laughs) Do you just not like girls with really long pink hair and devil horns? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Look, okay, for one, her hair's not pink. Okay, it's in the pink. Although the horns are there, the the red horns are there. Mm. But no, okay. <laughs> Don't put this on me. <laughs> Although then again, I guess I did make a joke about Angel earlier, and Angel does have like reddish pink hair. <laughs> yeah, it's like a a salmony. It's almost a pink. In certain shots, it's yellow, but like it's arguably in the pink family. Yeah, definitely. And in some of the like manga panels and covers, even Power's hair is like shaded more pink. Mm. So I was honestly surprised whenever the show didn't do that, but I figured it's either A, Mappa's being Mappa and just continuing to use muted tones with a lot of their stuff, mm-hmm. or the because the manga panels, or not manga panels, but manga covers are very like neon-esque in a way. Mm-hmm. It's probably just those artists taking liberties, but I cannot be sure either way. Yeah, Powers in some shots looks pink, and in other shots it's yellow. Yeah, it's like a strawberry blonde. Yeah, there's definitely red tinges to it. So I'm leaning, yeah, there's a high resemblance. You just you just love a bit of pink hair, don't you? Look, okay, it's the sass. <laughs> <laughs> but also, <laughs> God, that Nobel Prize bit. Again, that was another one of the things that I'd completely forgotten from the manga. Yeah. So Himeno was like, yeah, and power's gone crazy. And she's just sitting there talking about a Nobel Prize. And then she's just like, nope, nope, nope that's just nope, power. That's just she's just like that all the time. Um, but also the bit whenever they're like, it was after the whole Denji has fondled 
power. And then the next day, he's just so distraught and power's just going behind him. Like, hey, hey. And then just the chop. <laughs> and the fact that she says chop, like, I lost it. Like, I. So in the Discord, we did Chainsaw Tuesday every Tuesday for Chainsaw Man. But I also watch during work. Mm. Like, as soon as the episode would drop at noon, I'd take my lunch break at one. Mm. So I would immediately go to the break room and watch Chainsaw Man. And that part happened with the chop, and I just lost it. Like, I was dying. <laughs> I don't know what it was about it that broke me. The whole Nobel Prize bit broke me. Just power in general. The the part with Kishibe where they're like, all right, if we wear glasses, we're smarter. <laughs> and also, oh, just whenever my- it's like she does something that's wrong, it's like, you ordered me to do it. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, it's so. Okay. Uh, I love the dynamic oh, between our group. When um, Himino and Aki have that really big fight, and um, uh, Himino ends up sacrificing herself, um, and and then Denji's like, uh, "Power, you just left." And she's like, "Um, actually, I got hungry, and so I went home and fed myself." Thank you. I mean, same. <laughs> the, their ramen was interrupted. It was. Oh my god. Uh, speaking of. Aki, we've barely spoken about him. Yeah. Also, um, his hair makes me want to grab it and, like, you know, oh, what gif is that? What anime? There's an anime gif of somebody holding, I think, somebody's arm. Oh, no, it's actually Loki. It's the Hulk and Loki, you know? You know the gif? Yeah, I want to grab his Uh hair and do that. I'm just going (laughs) to... Do you know... (laughs) Oh, audio clip for later. <laughs> but no, no, I, I get what you're saying. Just top knot. Yeah. Also, how is it straight up? I don't know. It's like dude's just got like the world's worst cowlick. Yeah, but only when it's in a ponytail. Because even as he yeah. was like grabbing it, it was like all loose and relaxed. And then halfway through tying it, it was like <laughs> erect. Also, I. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm a child. This, oh, this whole episode has been derailed by dicks. <laughs> oh, speaking of the amount of bowl and nut shots that happens around this this <laughs> series. God, Dingy kicks the shit out of Aki's balls, takes him to Makima. It's like he was attacked by the testicle devil. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh. and then um uh the the guy, um, oh yeah, Katana, Katana Man. Man. When they're waiting to pick him up, and said she's like, "Hey, why don't you just like see who can make him scream the loudest by now shots?" <laughs> and then Aki's just sitting there like, "Oh, Himeno, I hope you can hear the symphony up." And then <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, it was a requiem <laughs> for days. Oh, holy shit! Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah, pretty much. Like, we have somehow managed to cover the entire plot in the most convoluted fucking manner of them all. We have. How do we... We oh, okay. Fair enough. But then, also, in credit scene, mm. teasing what's to come. Yes. 
Were you intrigued? Very intrigued. Did you even see it? I did see it. Uh, I am intrigued. I want. I am intrigued. I my how, <laughs> I'm intrigued. how is my list getting worse throughout this? <laughs> and we've still got Bochi to do tomorrow. Yes, we do. Um, I shall. Fun. I'm excited. Get. I can't say anything right now because we've been made so many innuendos. That's the whole thing. So if I say anything. <laughs> No, no, go for I it. Just, go for it. No. At this point, everything is fair game. We have literally talked about a dildo dough. I mean, yeah, but like that's like that's other sh- yeah, okay, never mind. Either <laughs> <laughs> oh. way, I'm probably not gonna speak very much tomorrow until recording. So <laughs> So that hopefully my I I am able. To, can you hear me like filtering as I'm going? Yeah. Because <laughs> like everything I want to say is just like really bad, but it's not that. Just let it fly. It's fine. No, uh, I can decide whether or not it gets lifted. But the, th- the thing is, is it's oh okay, whatever. I'm just gonna shut up now. <laughs> Oh, oh, this is great. This is great. I enjoy this a lot. Yes. <laughs> oh, so thank you all so much for listening. We didn't <laughs> really rate appreciate it. it. Oh, yeah, that's right. Brad gives uh, it a 10 out of 10. How'd you know? Because you said earlier in the episode and I already wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> God, the manga's a 10 out of 10, so obviously this is getting a fucking 10 out of 10. I'm going to give it. A 8.5. I'm giving it a 9. Oh, I was initially going to say 9, but I'm like, mm, the way she kind of hesitated there for a second. I'm going to go with an 8.5. No, it, it, yeah, it's a 9. I'm giving it a 9. 9. Why did I turn Australian? Sorry about that for a second. Um, <laughs> 9. Because um, some parts... I really like the fact that they made you wait for certain emotions in some parts, but I do also feel like maybe they sat in a something just a tad too long, or at least it was a tad too long for me. Um, meaning, like I've said before, actually several times throughout this episode, I have ADHD. My attention span is not great. Um, it's one of the reasons why I watch everything subbed so that it forces me to keep my eyes on the screen um, because otherwise my eyes wander and so does my brain. So watching things subbed is very useful for me because it means I have to read to pay attention. This, I did find myself drifting off to other things whilst watching this. This could be for several factors. This could be I was simply tired and therefore my brain wandered more. This could also be it just in certain moments didn't keep my attention. Um, I will have to probably watch it a second time through to figure out a definitive answer to that. Uh, the other thing was that, um, although I enjoyed the fact that it made you feel uncomfortable because it made you feel uncomfortable for good reasons, I also don't like to feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to take petty revenge by knocking it down another half point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on Boshu tomorrow. Yeah, it's going to get a two. I hope not. (laughs) I've not even seen an episode of it yet. (laughs) Uh, if you give it a two, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. I'm gone. I expect at least a solid four. A solid four. Okay. We're aiming <laughs> for a four. Oh, God. No, it's getting a 10. It's hardcore getting a 10. 
So excited. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so fucking good. Um, like I said before, if you want to watch Chainsaw Man and you don't mind the fact that we've spoiled everything already, you can check it out on Crunchyroll, Netflix, and uh, Hulu, depending on your region, and Amazon Prime Video, according to my anime list. But I know for sure you can watch it on Crunchy because that's where I watched it. Yeah, it's also dubbed in several languages. It's just not finished dubbed in several languages, which I did not find out until today. Yeah. I figured I would have been able to watch episode <clears throat> episodes 11 and 12 dubbed before we sat down to record because I wanted to hear the nut kicking in dub, but I didn't get it. No, because I mean. Sub and dub is both good, by the way. I, that's what I meant to say with that whole tangent. Yes. So, with that being said, you can find Brad on Twitch. Ow! On Twitch. <laughs> at Brad Carter Gaming. You can also find him on Instagram under the same handle. You can find us at BB Anime on um, Instagram, Twitter, around the place, wherever you like. Um, we have more shit coming to the YouTube channel this new year. We're excited for it. You should jump on there, um, uh, which is youtube.com forward slash backward slash I don't really know the slash. Um, bnb anime we have a website www.bnbanime.com blue has socials sometimes i'm not on the blue lavender stm also etsy shop where you can get fancy fancy bookmarks yes uh and yeah that everything i think so all right thank you all so much for listening i'm gonna try this outro again blue and i greatly appreciate it next week which will be pre-recorded so forgive the lisp (laughs) (laughs) sorry uh, tomorrow, I'm just going to call you Lisp Squared. <laughs> Escape from Africa. <laughs> Although I, I literally haven't noticed at all. I have noticed it incredibly well, and the tip of my tongue um, feels like I won't say like raw, but like numb. You know, like when you like eat real spicy food, and then after the spice is gone, your your tongue kind of tingles for a while. The yeah. tip of my tongue feels like that because, like, the top layer of skin has been worn away from the fact that this, like, piece of metal keeps, like, brushing against it. Mm. Yeah. Bye. Uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>